Hey girls and guys, and welcome to the Always a Bridesmaid podcast. We're your hosts, Mallory and Marissa. We are two best friends in our 30s turned neighbors living in Newport Beach, California. As a couple of girls who have collectively been in over 25 weddings, none of which were our own, we know a thing or two about life after walking down the aisle. So join us as we talk all things relationships, friendships, wellness, and celebrating every season of life. From interviewing fearless single females to navigating the ups and downs of millennial dating to owning, loving, and nurturing your true authentic self. We can't wait to embark on this journey with you. But first things first, will Will you be our bridesmaid? What's up, bridesmaids? Hello, you guys. We're back. We are back for another episode of Always a Bridesmaid podcast. You guys, it is episode 16. Sweet 16. How did we get here? How did we get here? (laughs) Where did they come from and how the fuck did they get here? (laughs) And now what? I mean, at this point, we I feel like we were going through our episodes for leading up to today's episode. And, you know, I'm actually pretty proud. We have like a really great, well-rounded top group of topics. Yeah. There's a lot about love and dating and friendships. Um, there's our, there's some deeper episodes where, you know, we share our hearts with you guys. There's some episodes where, you know, we didn't really know what the hell we were talking yeah, those, about. Like, the, the early episodes, but I will, it's so funny because I feel like we love our guests and our guests, what the remarks they make and their stories are so inspiring, but a lot of the feedback we get is like, oh, can can you guys like get bullshit? And we're like, what are we fucking comedians? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I mean, I guess like- we are, which that brings me to a next point. Let, let's tagline that for a second. But people like our banter. People like our banter. I suppose you guys just want to escape from reality and we're glad that we can give that to you. <laughs> and I think a lot of it is because like we always say in every single episode, we don't really have an outline. And especially when we do these intros, you guys, we throw them out of like, I'm like, oh, I have something to bring up on the intro. And then Mar will be like, okay. And then our Mar will ask me random ass questions about my sex life. And then, <laughs> you know, things will things go from there. But um, yeah, here we are. Episode 16 and we are very excited to talk about some more bullshit with you guys today uh but first and foremost we need to say a very happy happy three year cancer free anniversary to our girl marissa norris thank you so much it is definitely a bittersweet day i always the March 16th, like the days leading up to it, I'm always just like such an emotional wreck because, you know, there's so much emotions that come with it. You're so grateful. But on the other side, you like, there's a lot of like survivor guilt that comes with it. But then once the day is here, it's always just like bittersweet. And honestly, I feel like it's, it's kind of like, like being, having cancer is kind of like in the beginning. And I've shared this before, like everyone's really obsessed with you and like all of that. And then as you get older, like I don't, or not older, but as time goes on, I kind of feel like maybe it's just not, you know, there's other stuff going on, which I totally get. So anyways, I like woke up today and like, you know, I didn't really want to make too much of a big deal out of it, but you know, deep down inside it's, it's, it is a special day. So I got home and Mal had sent me flowers and I think, you know, 
there's a lot of like hard days that come with it. And you always kind of want to feel like people haven't forgotten about you. And I don't know, it just meant so much. And so it was very sweet. Yeah. I just, I remember, you know, the days leading up to you. Well, I mean, even finding out that you were cancer free was, you know, obviously not even an easy task, right? It's not like they could call you once and be like, yeah, you're cancer free. It's they had to call you once and say, no, you still have cancer and then call you back and say, oh yeah, just kidding. So, you know, <laughs> these last idiots, idiots um, you know, so I, thinking back, you know, three years ago and like leading up to this, you know, moment, like it didn't even feel real once you initially got it and or got, you know, the news of everything. And, um, but just what has happened within these last three years and what you still didn't even realize that you would see after, you know, a clear PET scan and just, it's just a, I don't know. I feel like it's a culmination of just everything that you've been there. The last three years have been no cakewalk. They haven't been easy. I've never says we easy. Um, and so I don't know. How are you? How do you feel today? Like, how are, how are you feeling on your three year anniversary? I feel really good. Like I said, it's very bittersweet. I think when it was my one year, it was still really exciting, you know, but now that it's like been three years, um, you know, it's, it's so bittersweet. It's like, I'm so grateful, but I know several people who are currently sick right now. And, you know, you constantly wonder like, why am I the lucky one? Like why am, and then you kind of get down on yourself or feeling certain ways. And so it is, it's like a mix of emotions, but I think ultimately, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful and I'm so blessed, you know, to be here and to be healthy. And, um, you know, I, I feel great that I can continue to like advocate for others and, and for, um, you know, for, for them to advocate on themselves for their health and for people going through treatment and whatnot. So anyways, yeah. very bittersweet. And I know, I, I do know that it's, it's bittersweet, uh, you know, above all with anything for those, you know, we currently know that are struggling or mm -hmm. going through cancer or just found out their diagnosis or what have you. Um, you're a sign of hope for them too, yeah. you know, and that, that's something to, to just think about too. Like you are, mm -hmm. you know, you are, a, you resemble hope and perseverance and that, that really could change the cards for a lot of people. So, yeah. And I think that's, I think ultimately that's what I tell myself. And like when I, and I don't use like, I think the biggest thing, I guess why this year is was like really is bittersweet is because my Instagram, if you guys have followed me for a long time, like it was a lot about cancer and it was like about my nephrostomy tubes and outfits and like all of that. And I feel like as time has gone on, and I've gotten better, you know, like, and I haven't had these issues. I've really tried to separate my identity from being like the girl with cancer. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like this year it's like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe that ever happened because I just don't talk about it mm -hmm. as much anymore. And, um, so anyways, but my friends have made me feel so special. And tonight we're all going to dinner. There's, you know, like five of us. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, wonderful to celebrate. Yeah. So we're so excited to celebrate you and we will celebrate every single year because, oh, thank you. you know, Thanks it so is, much. it is what, you know, we do like to celebrate anything, but above all your health and your life and just you being here. Cause I, for one, very happy to have your bitch ass here on this earth. And I, I will <laughs> say that. So over this weekend, you know, on the topic of being healthy, so I was, I've been not healthy. I've been like, I had a reaction to the COVID vaccine. And then like, I just felt like absolute shit for like several weeks. Well, anyways, Saturday, 
they're like, hey, come out, like go to, you know, the bars are open now, come in for a drink. A drink turned into like seven <laughs> Mexican candy shots, which turned into like Red Bull vodka randomly. Oh my God, circa 2015. Circa, you guys, I think we were up till like 4 a.m. Like, I don't know who I thought <laughs> I was. It was the Red Bull But vodka. the next day, let me tell you this. The next day, speaking of like the health kick, I woke up in my bed because I had, my car was still on the peninsula, but I wake up. The first thing I do is order chicken and waffles naturally. I devour the chicken and waffles, pop an edible, <laughs> chill for like three hours, like super high. And then I decide to order. Now I'm blanking what I ordered. Oh my um, gosh. North Italia. Oh, and then I ordered <laughs> North Italia. You she guys. ordered polenta and so meatballs. So I ordered a Caesar salad, polenta and meatballs. And um, I don't even know, something else. And if that wasn't enough, I then door dashed milk and cookies, which is like this place that's like, I got three cookies like and, I, and whole milk. Like so as much as I've been healthy, I have been unhealthy as well. Yeah. Um, and I think this brings us to kind of um, a topic we want to discuss today. Um, wait, wait, wait. Back oh, up what? though. Okay. That was my weekend. How was your weekend? Oh, my weekend. Duh, my weekend. Um, my weekend was good. I went to Tennessee to visit Alex. Um and it was a short trip. It had obviously been like two months since I had seen him. He has a trip scheduled to see me. Um, he'll be here from like the 26th to and the And we 5th. finally get to meet him. Yes. And those who have not met him will get to meet him. He'll meet my family. Um, it's a big deal. So it'll be a make or break. <laughs> Maybe he'll go running once he meets all my friends. <laughs> oh, I was like, you're like ready. Are you sure like you're ready for this? And he's like, oh yeah. And I was like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> Especially because like our group of friends, like it's, I feel like, and I know we've said this, but a lot of groups of friends, it's like, oh, meet my group of friends, my three friends. Yeah. No, like we roll deep. It's, it's like, like, oh, meet my different group of friends. Days. There's 25 <clears throat> people here. Like, yeah. And he has a lot of friends, like some of his best friends live in Costa Mesa. Which so I'm they're going local. to have to. Oh, yes. <laughs> slide, slide into the DMs. Um, and they are single too. So it'll be, you know, fun for some of my friends to meet his friends and just all hang out. I think above all, I'm just really excited for him to, he's seen my life out here obviously before, but to see it now, I, I love my life out here and I love my friends and I love my family and they're just such a big expression of myself. And I think that, um, it's really important. I, th you know, when, when someone you're dating does meet that, does meet these people and that, you know, they click and stuff, no pressure, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think it'll go well. I think, you know, I think everyone will vibe and I think, um, it'll be a good time, but yeah, I visited him this, this last weekend. Um, you know, with the two it's, we've been obviously like officially dating for two months and, um, you know, there's been some struggles in the last, um, in the last month or so. I'm not going to say that it's been easy. Like being apart is definitely hard. I think we've, um, we are learning, um, that when we, you know, decided to like take this on being so excited about doing it, we didn't really framework like, expectations and like what each other would really need while we are, we're, we're apart. So, you know, and me just thinking everybody gets it right. Like, because I'm just naturally a person who like just does things for people. It's been, it's been something like communication has been huge. And as much as you think that talking every day and like talking about your day and how you're feeling is communication, there's a lot more 
communication that you realize that you lack if you haven't really like set down like expectations of what each of you both need in the relationship. So that was um, what this trip was about. And I think that it was like very important for us to kind of, you know, really discuss like my needs and his needs and my expectations while we're, especially while we're apart, because like it's, you don't even realize how important that is. Um, so it was great. And he had planned the weekend. We had like gone to brunch in a brewery. Um, what I was going to bring up though, Saturday night. Okay. So Nashville is like full blown open and it was the first time in the longest time. Well, I, I went to a comedy show like last January, but Uh it had been a while since I had been to a comedy show. And I just forget. They're so much fun. Like we Mm -hmm. don't do them enough. Mm -hmm. We don't go to them enough. And um, like actually the last last one I had went was on a like on a date, like, you know, over a year ago. But anyways, he we saw what was fun about this one is that they are female comedians. And like, I just forget how funny female comedians are. Like Uh we listen to podcasts and you know, like girls got to eat and Ashley Hesseltine is like obviously a comedian, but like to go to actually like a live um, comedy show with all women comedian was awesome. So the opener, her name was Chase O'Donnell and she's young. I swear she's, she has to be at least 30 because she's definitely a millennial. And Marissa, I was, I, the, the entire time I was like, Marissa needs to do stand up comedy. Oh, the entire time. I was like, no, Marissa, you could totally do it. Like I will be your stage manager. I was just like sitting there. I was like, Marissa, 100% could do this. So Chase O'Donnell, you guys, if you don't know who she is, go follow her on Instagram. She's hilarious. She's a millennial. I don't know exactly like how old she is. And obviously I'm not going to tell all her jokes and say her bit and be like, you know, labeled like Chelsea Handler who, or not Chelsea Handler. Um, What's her name? Here we go with the names again. Chelsea Hamler. The girl who always, like, she got in trouble for stealing people's bits. Um, oh. Not Chelsea. We, we saw, you and I saw her. Oh. What's her name? She's an actress, too. She has the babies. We saw her? When did we We've see seen, her? We've seen, remember when me and you saw that comedy show? <laughs> We're doing no. it again. Oh, my gosh. I'm just losing, Um, not Chelsea Handler. You and I went to a comedy show. You and I went to a comedy show years ago. I got free tickets from Emily and we went to the Hollywood. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Okay. So anyways, I'm not going to steal her bits like Amy Schumer does because that's what I also came to find is that I didn't know that she was someone who's actually like stole other people's comedy bits. And P.S. Amy Schumer is not funny. Yeah, she's not funny. She's actually just like disgusting. She's just disgusting. I'm like, stop (laughs) talking about your period jokes and your UTIs and get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. I'm annoyed. Um, But Chase O'Donnell, first of all, she's a Pisces. So like she makes all these like funny comments about like being a Pisces and like avoiding confrontation and all these things. I could not relate to her more. Um, But she, you know, brings up a lot of like TikTok stuff and like this new millennial millennial versus like Gen Z. It was just like very relatable. I found her very funny and she ended her bit with like a song, which I thought was really funny. So if you guys don't know of her yet, I'm just like giving her a shameless plug because um, she's like starting out her career too. And being in COVID for the last year, there's been no comedy. So all these comedians have just been like sitting at home, writing. like writing, ready to do these things, using this entire last year as things. So if, you know, any comedy stores are open near you guys, um, you guys should go. But it was kind of insane to be indoors at a show. Uh-huh like, like regular life again. It was crazy. I will <laughs> say that I've been told like I should do stand up comedy. But I will say that I am funny on the spot. Like I'm witty on the spot. I can like pull a joke out that's funny because it's 
because I have like a good memory. If I have to go up and like do a bit, that gives me so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's like that you're having to make people laugh that you don't know. <laughs> okay. I can now, I can actually you just kind of picture you going up on stage and be like, back to you. <laughs> like, I don't, I can see you kind of freezing, but no, I'm oh, still going to 100% shoot. freezing <laughs> because, okay. So our friend, for example, our friend, Michael Decker, him and I do this thing where we have New Jersey accents. So we talk like we're on a dock and we're pushing on a dock. And it's funny because it's just him and I. So everyone thinks it's funny. But if I'm in like a where the median age is like 50, those people aren't relating to me. Like I'm going to like. I Yeah, maybe know. when you if you were performing in Jersey. <laughs> Wait, so Amy Schumer steals bits. Yeah, it's been like a whole thing. So I went into like a deep dive because Alex is like a very avid like he he follows and listens to comedian uh youtube's uh podcasts everything like he's very much he loves comedy and so he was like yeah you didn't know that and then he knew like a list of other comedians who in the past have stolen you know it's imagine you're like going to an open mic night and it's like this person just starting starting their career and then like amy schumer hears something funny and then she says it to like their bigger crowd and it's making millions of money. And so basically people like canceled her. Yeah. Essentially. I'm going to have to. So my friend Sydney, she did do like a stand up comedy class. I have to be honest. And actually my friend Miriam will back me up on this. I have been wanting to do acting classes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We should do it. Okay. Well, I guess this will get. So speaking of goals, (laughs) the reason that we decided to have, or the the topic of today's episode is Q1 is done, meaning quarter one is done. And if you guys listen back to our previous episodes, you would know that we had an episode called New Year, New Us, where we talk about what we want for the year ahead, our goals, all of that. And so we thought it would be fun. It's been three months. Quarter one is over. Let's talk about where we're at with our goals, what we're working on, where we've, you know, fallen back and just kind of touch base with our listeners because our last several episodes were with guests and with specific topics. And, you know, I think that sometimes you guys just want to know what we're up to. Yeah, but it's also kind of comical. And I know it's only been like a few months since New Year's resolutions. And I say this in this episode, so you guys could quote me, but I do say that New Year's resolutions don't mean that you're not going to mess up a little bit. And I, and I agree with you, but I also feel like we were pretty advantageous. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. And I'm glad you thought of that word because you guys know the COVID brain is still, the COVID brain fog is still strong. Mal said his, okay. So Mal called Oprah's boyfriend, Jerry. I called him Jerry. And 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 Marissa's mom literally (laughs) sent me a text message and she goes, I'm dying that you called Edmund Jerry. (laughs) Marion, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> She's our fact checker. From our uh, fact checker is Marion McMahon. So take all of um, the fact checking up up with her, please. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about how do you feel the year has been going? Okay, the year has been. I I have to be completely honest with you. It hasn't been my favorite start to a year. I mean, you know, I just I think that. We had such high hopes. We ended 2020, right? 2020? Yeah. <laughs> 2020 with a bang, like so excited with so much hopes. And we like, and I, honestly, I'm not saying the year isn't over, but I think it's really good that we're doing this, this check-in, right? Because it's just reaffirming things that we really need to work on and we should do this every few months. But um, we didn't expect to get like hit with COVID and then realize like, 
that it takes such a toll on you, mm-hmm. like on, on your, um, motivation and, and everything. I mean, it literally, I just started going back to the gym two weeks ago and I've only gone twice a week. So I've only gone four times in the last six weeks. So, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, it there's, it, it's been a little funky, but, um, doesn't mean we can't turn it around. And I, I would have to agree with you. I feel like the year started and like New Year's Eve was so fun. And like my um, little sister and I, we had this idea that we would like track like our like pounds lost and our workouts and all of that. And everything was going so great. And from like the first of the year up until like, I think the beginning of like February or mid-February, I had 20 workouts. Like yeah. I was working out. Everything was like actually going really well. And then we got hit with COVID. And then it just seemed like after that, like things just like deteriorated from there. And like we had COVID and then, you know, I just, I felt like, uh, like some of our friends were still sick from COVID. So we were like, kind of like nursing them back. Mm -hmm. And then I got sick and it was just like, uh, like all of these things. But I keep telling myself that last year, for me, 2020, January, February, March were like the worst months for me because I had my surgery and I was like, I mean, it was like, I would be lying if I said I wasn't like in a deep, dark place during that time. But then 2020 itself, when I look back, it was like one of the best years ever. It was, I mean, I know COVID was sad, but like, I just felt like it was like such a fun year. So I just keep trying to remind myself. Yeah. And that's actually a really good way to look at it. Like, you know, if we look at ourselves last year, like you, you were sick. I was like Like going through a breakup. I was like towards the very end of, it was like the beginning of the end of, of my breakup. And I just remember just being like, so sad, so confused, not understanding, feeling so lost about like myself and who I was and what I wanted. And just like, so when you look at it that way and you put it into perspective, like it, it hasn't, it has not been bad. It just maybe hasn't been as great in terms of holding ourselves accountable to some of these goals because of some, you know, obviously yeah. things have gotten in the way. So it could be worse. So yeah, that is a good way to, to, to look at it. And we still have, you know, the whole rest of the year to, to complete what we, what we said we were going to do, but maybe I, we're going to make a little edits. I will it. say that it's like pretty freaking gnarly that it's like March 16th. I know. Like, it feels like I, I honest to God feel like yesterday was Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Like, where does the time go? I know. And we're just like, just yesterday the the world shut down. I mean, we have been in quarantine, we have had been living a year with the with COVID and surprising that it took it didn't even hit us until the new year. But like um, it's just crazy to think about. We had no idea. I mean, my time hop was the last day before the world ended of us. We went uh, out Mutt's, and we were yeah. drinking and we were drinking at Mutt's. We just like had no idea what was to come. And then I feel like after that day, we went weeks without even seeing each other, mm-hmm. even though like we lived so close because no one was seeing each other. And yeah, it just brings up a lot of those, uh-huh. those like thoughts from last year and emotions. And when you look at it that way, you're like, well, we have come a long way and things aren't that bad. Yeah. So. Yes. So anyway, so we thought it would be fun to go through what our like goals and what, how we like broke things down last year and maybe reflect, readjust when needed, because we hope that all of you are doing the same. You know, if you're a listener of ours, um, you know, maybe you've taken advice from us here and there, and maybe you created your own goals or vision board, and maybe you also fell off. And so this 
episode is just to be very honest Mm -hmm. um, with all of you, to be very transparent of like where we've fallen short or where we've done well. And just to encourage everybody that just because maybe you fell off the wagon or maybe things haven't gone to as planned, that there's no reason that you can't start tomorrow. And it's completely normal and that there's setbacks and whether the setback was COVID or a job loss or a breakup or whatever it was, you know, you can always start over. Yeah. So with that said, why don't you, Mal, tell me where you think you, oh, the dog. The there dog. we go. Okay. So why don't you tell me, how should we do it? Should we do it? Um, Should we just kind of, why don't we talk about some of like the over-exaggerated that we have not resolutions that we haven't okay, even okay, like, okay. we have not even touched. Okay. So for me, for fitness, I said, you guys, I, I want to be the girl that I was in December. Mm-hmm. I said that I want to ride my Peloton three times a week, walk <laughs> two miles five times a week, work out three times a week, <laughs> practice running, lose 20 pounds, focus on physical health. Okay. And I have to, I have to, <laughs> I have to interject. So I don't forget what we were talking about last week. Mar and I are just sitting on the couch and, um, you know, we're talking about something completely like irrelevant. And she looks at me, she's like, oh, I got to sell my Peloton. <laughs> you guys, I haven't written. I've still only wrote it once. I have not even wrote it this year. And I like the idea of writing it, but I just need to figure out how to get into a routine because mm-hmm. right now I just can't put my finger on why I'm not in a routine. Like I'm in just kind of a mess with it before I was like working out and everything was good. And now I'm just like in a weird funk, I guess. And so I need to sell the Peloton or I need to start riding the Peloton. I will say that because of my recent sickness, I am down like eight pounds. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of exciting. I know that that's like, you know, I'm trying to be positive that I can continue to keep that off. Um, And I do feel like I was, like I said, working out a lot and has stopped. So I just need to get back in the funk. Yeah. I need to get out of the funk. Yeah, out of the funk. And it's honestly, it's just, it's been hard. It's honest. I know we keep using COVID as an excuse, but it's been hard since then. Um, So in terms of body for me, I said workout four days a week, Peloton two days, um, counting my macros. And then I I said, I want to lose 50 pounds this year, which I still think is absolutely possible. Because if I think of last year, I lost 30 pounds from March to September. So if I yeah, from March to September, I had lost 30 pounds. If I had, and if I continue with that type of trajectory, I, I know I could still hit that. Oh, I for sure. Um, I did yeah. lose 10 pounds in COVID. So that was nice too. Don't know where those 10 pounds are now because I'm pretty sure they're in my ass. <laughs> pretty sure I gained it back. What um, the hell? <laughs> um, and then my poor Peloton gets more use from my roommate, Jade. She's on that thing all the time. And I'm just like, at least someone's getting use out of it. But no, I will start getting on it. <laughs> I will start getting on it soon. I did start going back to the gym after, you know, six weeks. But, um, you know, twice a week is what I've been doing right now. Not four. But, um, yeah, need to definitely get back on it. I have, however. Oh, this was under finance. Work in finance. <laughs> Because I wanted to save more money, so I wanted to eat out less, and I have been eating out less. Yes. I bring my um, I bring my lunch to work like every single day, and 
and I bring my coffee to work for the most part. I like give myself two days where I'll get myself Starbucks. I will say that <laughs> I think uh, despite my bender on Sunday of, of all of my food, I do think we've all, we've done like Mal, Jade and I have done a much better job of not eating out. Yeah. I mean, when I tell you that last year, it was literally, we were eating out every single day we were ordering food in and it was like, Oh, let's have a girl's night and let's do this. Oh, let's, you know, smoke and get sweets. Like it was like every single day. And multiple, I feel like, like multiple postmate orders, multiple a day. postmates orders. Yeah. And I feel like we're all, all of us are like doing so much better with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that we are kind of have gotten into a routine where we're just being smarter about that. Yeah. And also too, to take into consideration, like, um, my job essentially changed. Like I was yes. working 100% for the most part, like for the most part, remote working from home. And then right after COVID was a complete 180. And now I'm five days in the office. So I feel like that has really shook my world in terms of like having a schedule and time managing things Mm -hmm. more, because once I feel like I got the hang of what I was doing, everything has changed. So it's taken a while to get back into that. So, but I do also think like going into the office has helped me not to eat out. Yeah. But her job, and we have to just say that her, her job hours aren't like your traditional nine to five. Yeah. No, all of my clients are on the East coast. So I'm in the office in San Clemente, which is about 20 minutes. Yeah. 25 to 30 minutes. Um, I'm in office at 6am every day, which means I'm waking up at 4.30am every single day to get ready to drive there. And it's a lot. I'm exhausted. I mean, by five o'clock, I'm, I'm like exhausted. Obviously I get to like leave work by three Mm -hmm. or whatever, but I mean, I come home, I work out, I go to sleep. So it's just, I, I just feel very much like I don't have a control. I don't have much control over, over that stuff. So obviously we'll work on getting more of a routine with that when I can actually sleep. And I do think you should give yourself grace because I feel like the job did throw, like this was kind of like an unexpected obstacle. Mm -hmm. And when you're not used to working those types of early hours, it is defeating, you know, by the time you get home, you're exhausted. And if you do want to work out, you know, if you, you know, you're managing a long distance relationship, you have like the podcast, you have, you know, other church commitments, family commitments, whatnot. Like it is a lot to juggle when you have to like wake up at us that early. Yeah. So, Cause it's different. It's different. If you, if I roll out of bed and start calling people at 6am, as opposed to having to wake up that much exactly. earlier just to look presentable to be in an office. Yeah. So yeah. it's not the best, but, um, okay. So let's talk about relationships because I'll just hold myself accountable here. Mm-hmm. So as you guys know, my, my new year's resolution was to like put myself out there. 2020, I was like, bag of cobwebs <laughs> cobwebs have you seen drop dead fred cobwebs no uh, that was the wrong that was the wrong uh i think analogy but it was just basically it was like i i just like was i was so content with like life that i wasn't putting myself out there and maybe not recognizing like what i was looking for or what i wanted so anyways I joined Hinge and I was, I gave Hinge an entire month, which I promised Mal I would do. I said, I'll give you a full month on the dating app. And I did talk to some people. I did match with some people. I did have some like virtual dates, but it, nothing turned into anything. And for the most part, I was just like more frustrated than anything because I always say that nothing makes you feel single, more single than being on a dating app. Mm -hmm. Because when you're not on a dating app, you're not really thinking about like all the shitty ass guys that are out there. But once you're on the dating app and you see like, 
I am overly competitive about everything. Change my mind about the office. Like just all the same generic, <laughs> stupid. Like change ass, the change record. Up. Like I'm just so bored. And so I gave it a month. I was over it. So then I decided to do Bumble. So I gave Bumble February. Grant and I was sick for like a lot of it, but I was just like, it was just the same people as all the same. And I just like, just was not amused by it. And so anyways, I'm proud of myself for putting myself out there for those two apps. And I did delete them. And I'm like taking a bit of a break because I think that I was just like, not, it was just, like I said, more frustrating than anything. And so my goal this year, now that things are reopening is to like, you know, go out, put myself out there and mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah. Maybe we could join beach city sports. Oh. And like, I actually <laughs> met a lot of people from beach city sports, but like you guys, I would rather kill myself than be on <laughs> than beach play city softball. Sports. Like, absolutely not. I do not want to do that. <laughs> but. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Um, okay. Uh, what was, was one relationships? It was life. I think it was like, yeah, relationship. So, yeah. Yeah. So obviously mine was like, find love and, you know, I am in a new relationship and figuring those, those out. And, um, you know, with, I, I think that I've done a fairly good job, especially in this, this relationship right now of things that I would have not done in a last relationship in terms of like being very aware of my feelings and myself. And when I start to like make excuses for the other person or so, or like, um, I don't know in last relationships when I would come to the guys with, with a problem or just like to talk about something, like I'm a very open person and I love to talk. I would feel like shut down a lot. And I, mm -hmm. and I would feel that like, I would just, I, I turned into someone who was just constantly trying to please them mm -hmm. to where all of my needs kind of got swept to the side. Mm -hmm. And then it would get to a point where maybe it would boil over and then they're like, I'd, I'd kind of get gaslighted and those types of things. So I think in this, you know, at this time, I'm, I'm very much more aware of myself and my feelings and what's important. I think I work a lot of these things out, like in therapy, mm -hmm. um, constantly like bringing it to my therapist's attention on how to strategize things. And it's a constant thing. And she even finds it, she even finds me doing it as well. It's like, you sound like you're, um, like you're sorry for, for feeling this way. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that I realize I've had to like work on myself is that like, I'm constantly like thinking that my feelings are, are like wrong or something like, or, or like apologizing for feeling this way. And it's like, you should never have to apologize mm -hmm. for how you feel. These are like very real emotions. And so those are things I'm learning about. So it's like, yeah, being aware of my feelings that I'm not sorry for feeling this way or be not being sorry for having certain expectations and, and using that. And I think it's been, I think it has been helpful. Um, and in me like recognizing that. And so, so yeah, anyways, I know that was, that was part of the, the life portion of it. Um, what else we said? Um, I, um, one thing for life is I wanted to find a new therapist. That oh, was yeah. something big for me. So you guys, I basically, I have an insurance company that will not be named, but let's just say it's like the biggest insurance company in California, <laughs> the most recognizable one. And it's just a circus. It's a motherfucking goddamn circus. Yeah. We and call so, it the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. It's the Mickey Mouse Club. And so I was like, I do not want to go to therapy here. I want to be 
Um, I want you to like outsource me and give me other options. So they give me like five options. Again, it's like the Mickey Mouse Club. It's like these options where it's like some of the people like they're replying to me in emails, like words are misspelled. They're having me fill out content through Google Docs and the Google Doc is misspelled. Like it was such a mess. So I finally like talked to one therapist. We connected. I mean, my life is juicy, but it's not this juicy. She ate popcorn the entire time. I could not believe when you called me last week yeah, and you're like, I was like really upset about it because you know, you, when it's like a new therapist, you like start to share things. And like, I didn't go into much detail, but she was like rocking back in, in her, in her chair. So she was clearly like, like uh, distracted and eating popcorn. And I was just so like frustrated because I'm like, I know that finding a therapist is like starting a new relationship. You know, it takes a few tries before you find the right one. And yeah. I get that, but I was just like feeling really defeated. So anyways, I reached out to a friend of mine who's a therapist. She's a couple years older than me. And I wanted just to see if she had any recommendations. And she has somebody at her office who's the clinical director who also takes, um, his was accepting new individual patients. And, um, anyways, I, um, had my first meeting with her and I, it went very well. I like, really enjoyed talking to her. And one thing that I did want was kind of like an, an a therapist, but also a life coach. So yeah. like hold me accountable, like rethink how I'm dealing with things. I think that, you know, every person has things that they're working through and that's like really what I want to focus on and improve and all of that. And so anyways, I will pay her out of pocket. So it will be like a financial investment, but I believe that with mental health, you know, a financial investment, there's no better way to spend money. And, um, you know, if you're struggling and looking for a therapist, I would encourage all of you to do the same. We have many friends who are paying out of pocket or paying a very large copay to find a good therapist. And unfortunately, that's just what you need to do. Yeah, because, you know, don't especially if you're if you if you need to seek help, <clears throat> don't let that be. Don't feel like you're just confined to what has been given to you mm -hmm. either. You know, whether you're like an HMO or a PPO or what have you, I still don't understand how we shouldn't be able to choose who it is and not have to pay. I mean, mental health is just something that should just be completely, you know, taken care of. But and to find a good one, sometimes it does take an, an, an out-of-pocket expense. And um, like you said, it does take time and trust. And, mm -hmm. you know, and as, as you say, like it, it may take time to really like open up and find that person. But first impressions are everything. So, yeah. it, you know, if you were to go several other meetings with this person who literally sat there and ate popcorn on your first, while you're like oh, opening you up your life, so it, it's cringe. It is so cringe. I feel so bad for any of her other like people that go to her, but I'm, I'm happy that you've found someone and that, um, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, kind of the, the strategies you guys work through and stuff. Cause that's a lot of things. It's almost like a therapist at one point in, in time becomes like a, they become like a business consult, like a, like yeah. a, how, you know, it's, they teach you how to handle different personality types in business mm -hmm. and in work and in life. And so they offer, you know, offer so much more than just like your everyday mental health, how you handle other people, um, you know, and I, exactly. obviously we can't say enough about that. But. And I think when I look at like Mal is a perfect example, like I'm so inspired by her personal growth because I know I could see her, you know, like obviously I'm not a part of the therapy sessions, but I could see her behavior and her outlook on things change. And I could see how she reacts to things and how she handles. And it's just very inspiring. And those in my, of my group of friends, 
who I won't say, but that I know are in therapy, I totally see it working. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, you might think I don't need therapy or, you know, like my relationship's fine, but you would be very surprised when you talk to somebody, the conversations that come out that you maybe are like burying underneath the surface. And so anyways. Yeah. Well, super excited about all that. Um, another thing that I had too was to lead a Bible study. And I'm actually going to be able to do that this week, which I'm so excited. And it's so funny because, you know, we're, we're starting right now in our Bible study group. Um, we're learning about Easter, the story of Easter. And um, it's kind of the perfect timing because it'll then lead to actually like Easter day and Jesus's resurrection and everything. And so um, we kind of decided you know, this time in our Bible study that each person would take the lead. And I was so adamant to, to co-lead with someone. I wanted to have that like extra backbone. Cause for whatever reason I can talk to a million people on a podcast, but like a Bible study of like eight of my most closest people that I am, like I'm scared to do, and I don't know what it is about it. But um, anyway, so I had, I had agreed to do it with another member of our, of our group who's no longer um, a part of our group anymore. So now I have to do it on my own. So I feel like it's God's way of saying like, you can do this on your own and you're going to kill it. So I'm super excited to do that this week. And it just so happened to be, on one of the busiest work weeks and just life <laughs> event weeks possible. So I think that that's also, you know, a good testament to be like, you can really do this because I'm throwing, you know, another thing at you. But so I I'm excited to, to do that. And I have to say this because I recognized this, that I feel like, I don't know if you've, if you noticed like this improvement and maybe this was like working through therapy or just something that you worked on. But I feel like in past years, if you're really busy, you try to like still do it all. Like mm -hmm. you still try to like be like, oh, you know, I have to do X, Y, and Z, or I have to, or maybe like the day of you're like, you know, I'm not going to do it. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be able to do it. And yeah. I was impressed because this week, you reached out and said, Hey, could anybody else take this on? I might mm -hmm. work. My day is very busy. And you did the same thing for Thursday. Yeah. And I don't know, but you've never done like, usually yeah, I would have figured like out how to like, you would have either a it. figured out or B you would have been like, Hey, like day of like, Hey, um, I'm just going to like, you know, and like change the mm -hmm. entire plan, change the whole plan, you know, yeah. and change and the plan or then just everything is half-assed or you everything know? is half-assed yeah. Yeah. or, or say like, Oh, I can do this. Or I'm not just going to, I'm not going to go or whatever. And I thought that that was like, really, I don't know. I recognize that where mm -hmm. I was like, wow, that's like so great because I know that that was like something you were, you were trying to work on with like time management mm -hmm. and things like that. And I yeah. think that that was great. Yeah. So yeah, that actually, I didn't even like realize that, but yeah, that is, that is true. I was like, gotta get some of these things off my plate. Um, so yeah, what else? Um, what about these funny things for our podcast? <laughs> Mallory, Mallory wanted to have a live show, a live show in a million. Well, you know, never said it's only week. It's only month three. We are at 11,000 downloads. Yes. Which, so we were, I will be honest in the beginning of our episode, I think that we were, um, averaging more, uh, sorry, Mel's just got up because it's a, it's a sauna in here. I, I run so cold. You guys, I love the heater, but I think that before, I don't know, like I, I, what do you think? What a million, sorry. I was in a sauna. I was literally sweating my ass off right now. I had to turn off the heater. Um, what's a more realistic download count? I don't know. We could double no. it from here. No, 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 no. I was saying that <laughs> Shut up. I was saying that 
in the beginning episodes, I think that we were getting a lot more listens like off in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then I think our listens have kind of plateaued a bit. Like they're, they're like staying steadily at about the same amount. And so we were, our list, our, our ratings were really high in the beginning. And now it's like, we haven't gained many new listeners Mm -hmm. and we could just tell that due to analytics. I'm not saying, I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome that we're like in other countries and different areas because we can see that, but it's not more than maybe like 10 or 15 listeners from those places. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I do think that last year we were like on this high, not realizing like the amount of work it takes to grow a podcast, grow an audience. And I think that that's what we're still working through right now is like figuring out what works for our schedules, what works for the podcast, how we want to like engage our audience. And, you know, is it a micro audience, you know, Mm -hmm. like is our reach like a small group of people? And so that's, I think what we're figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we do (laughs) like we tried the social media manager, you know, situation. We tried that. We realized we came back to it, you know, back to just us because that's what you guys want to see. And, you know, it, it is, takes a lot of like listening from you guys. And I think with the, with the listens as well, I, I still love, like as much as I love all of our listeners who, um, are like Texas every week and be like, where's an episode? Where's an episode? Where's an episode? You know, cause they're so caught up. I, I just love when I get like a random message from mm-hmm. someone listening to like the third episode uh-huh. or like, I finally got to listen to your story or like mm-hmm. finally this and like months later, you're just like, yes, like you're, you're listening to them. So we, we do appreciate all of that. And, and- that is exactly right. Because you have, I have like my, and my mom writing like, Oh, you guys need to do an episode. You need to like whatever. And you know, like I get that, Sometimes there might be like a week that passes where we don't put it on an episode, but I think at the end of the day, it is so, you know, when, when we feel defeated and we're kind of like, do we still keep doing the podcast? Like this is taking a lot of time. Like we will get those messages where it's like someone listened to something or they, they, um, you know, I actually got a message a couple of days ago of somebody that went and got a biopsy because they heard my episode Mm -hmm. now gets messages all the time about women that have like body image issues. Like it's just literally those like messages here and there that make you feel like, okay, maybe this podcast is something. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely is. And if anything, it's just so fun when we do get to record and be silly. And then if anything, we'll keep doing this for Marianne McMahon. (laughs) (laughs) Just so she can send us her feedback every week because it's my favorite. But we do have really exciting episodes on the horizon. Mm -hmm. We, um, one of the messages that we get the most, I feel like is around friendships, toxic friendships. We just got a DM like a few weeks ago about somebody who was like feeling left out with her childhood friends and like they, they, and it's just like, it's so interesting to me that, and I think she was, is like 25 or something like that, but it's interesting. It's like, doesn't matter what phase of life you're in. Mm -hmm. Everybody is experiencing the same type of emotions. And there's just a lot of things that we want to talk on and, you know, we're excited to do that. Yeah. And we'll have more fun ones too. Like, you know, we're approaching spring and like wedding season is coming up. So we'll probably tackle more stuff about like weddings and, you know, dive into that. Um, obviously have more guests and, and just, you know, obviously take what you guys want to hear, send us, we really do read what you write and take into consideration. And if we get enough people saying that they want to talk about something, we definitely do it. So Send them our way. Okay. Along with mental health, I talked about journaling slash planner. 
Um, I think I've journaled once planner. No, not really. Um, gratitude prompts. Mm, no, I did create a vision board through your plan. Mm, no bullet journaling. Mm, no intentional social media. Kind of. I have been spending less time on Instagram. I spend more time on TikTok. I have realized the reason why I do this is because TikTok, you don't know any of the people you follow. At least I don't. They're yeah. like random ass, either cooks or makeup people or random things. Instagram just bugs me because I'm scrolling and it's people I know. And I just feel like everyone is so fake on there. <laughs> and I just get annoyed so easily. Yeah. yeah. So I know it's social media is smoke and mirrors. Like we always say, is that the right? Is that the way to say smoke and mirrors? Everything is smoke and mirrors. It's not as it seems. Motherfucking magic show. It's a, yeah. You know, I, I, (laughs) I heard this theory that, that most of the people on Instagram, it's all fake. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's never, it's never what it seems, you know? Just because you think she had a good day, she probably turned off her camera and started that, crying. And I don't think she says she lives in Brooklyn. No, no. She lives but next to the bodega. Yeah. And hey, Street. just because she put her geotag on 14th and Maine doesn't mean that she lives there. It's easy. People lie. I heard her family's in debt. Her in-laws, they pay the house. Oh, my God. Well, I didn't hear that. But if you said it, it's real. Marianne, Marianne McMahon will know. <laughs> She'll know the facts. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Anyways, um, I, what else did I say? Um, Oh, we talked about traveling. Yeah. Traveling. I told myself that I was like, okay, obviously I said I was going to go therapy. Like I told myself I was going to take a me trip every month. (laughs) Where have you been, Mal? Mal, where the fuck are you going? Actually, you have gone on a me trip when I gave you that foot long edible. Oh my God. Yeah. That was the longest me trip I've ever been on. And I don't ever want to go on that trip again. No, thank you. Cancels. <laughs> I don't care if that trip is free. Cause as we know that edible was free. And so I will never take a free ride. I'm dying. That is so funny. No, thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, well, I guess for the sake of time, because we wanted to keep this episode light yeah light short and just kind of give you guys a quick update mal what are you so obviously we went through this we we know where we are lacking we know what we want to improve quarter one is done q1 Hopefully is done the, the worst is over what are in q2 what are you working on what are you hope when we reflect in three months what do you hope has happened um well um <laughs> in three uh, months i really you don't have to buy so many batteries for your vibrators <laughs> oh honey they're you charge them in the wall they plug in oh honey <laughs> no batteries here um no i hope that my covid brain fog will fucking go away i honestly cannot make sense oh mal looks at me and her eyes are crossed yeah like a deer in headlights like well, oh today in a text message i couldn't figure out how to say housewarming like it took me three five minutes to figure out I was saying something about no, buying said, someone a housewarming gift. gift and I just said in quotes I said a first time home gift the funniest <laughs> thing though is that like all of us were like oh yeah like we didn't think about it because we're all idiots with the COVID brain <laughs> no, and Miriam said I will say Mal your hair is peaking oh thanks it's, it's getting growing. so it's very, long. It's I know. Getting so long. And I'm getting new hair extensions this week too. So, um, but the grays, you know, the grays are showing. It's no, it looks so week. good. Okay. Sorry. Thank go you. on. Um, 
But anyways, no, I really hope to obviously without a doubt, get back into like a good workout routine and feeling better. I just think when, when you have that kind of routine, everything else just kind of falls into place and you know, they release endorphins and you just feel better. So first and foremost, I think that that's like really, really important, um, that I'm going to, you know, hope that, you know, in three more months I will be, you know, at least 15 pounds down, although scale don't matter, you know, but I just know that the weight will come off when I'm more consistent and Mm -hmm. that's just realistic for me. Um, and you know, I hope to have, you know, really just more, more, more of a grip of my, my schedule and really, really iron out like the podcast and what we can like really commit to things and stuff like that. Because I, for one, know that, you know, I can, I can say one thing and then the week will get busy and it's really, really hard for the realistic things, especially when I'm in that damn office. But, you know, um, things can change. So we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, how that goes. But what about you, Mar? Um, I think also I want to get on track back on track with the fitness. I'm not going to tell myself I need to go to the gym a certain amount of days. I've decided that like if I can make it awesome, but I just want to try to make it a habit just to do something to go outside, to walk Shep, maybe go to the gym, maybe ride the Peloton, maybe go to the sauna. Like I, I just have realized that I got so down on myself when I was sick because I was so mad. I was working out so much. I was so mad when that happened. And I just want to try to remind myself that like, we're still, you know, getting back in the groove of things. Those were really far-fetched goals. Probably, you know, Mal and my mom both said like, whoa, those are pretty aggressive. <laughs> and I think I've realized that like this next three months, like rather than putting like a set, just try to just try something, you know, like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, I also obviously want to start seeing my therapist and just like work through things and, um, we have so much fun stuff coming up with our group of friends with like birthdays and celebrations and things like trips. And, um, I'm just excited for that. And I think, um, yeah. Yeah. For the world to be opening. And like, I feel like that will be, you know, the light that we're looking for is Mm -hmm. for the world to be opening up a little more. All of our loved ones are vaccinated, you know, seeing more, more of our friends, and friends, babies and all these things. Like, I just really think things will turn around because things are looking, things are definitely looking up y'all. Things are looking up and we're excited. Yeah. So, so what else, what should we, um, what should we end this episode on something funny? I don't know. I don't know. What are you guys think? Um, we're going to go have some margaritas here in a bit, but, um, I don't know. I wish I had a, I wish I had a dating story for you guys. It's been a while. Um, I the thing know. is, is I have like the, some sick ass dating stories, but my mother, our number one fan listens and I just do not. Oh, it's okay them. for, it's okay for her to throw me under the bus. Ask me all these n- questions last week. Okay. You know, the, one of the funniest things people told us about that one episode where you're asking me this or uh-huh. that is when you say, would you rather wear sweatpants? It's like sweatpants or sequins for the rest of your life. And like, you know, she did ask, just made that up at the top of her head because she was pretending she was reading her phone. The question. No, I swear on my life I was reading something. Oh, that totally sounded like something you pulled out. No. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong because it was so funny. I was like, sweatpants or sequins, I guess. Whatever. But 
Well, we will work on identifying <laughs> our um, dating horror stories. We have, like we said, so much fun stuff coming up. We appreciate everybody's support and um, and for tuning in and growing with us and being patient with us and all of that. All right. And as a reminder, if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy listening to us, um, you you guys must know that we are proponents of, you know, giving back and our March philanthropy, as you could say, is, um, if, you know, if you like the episode, if you want to hear more, um, feel free to Venmo Marissa at Marissa Norris on Venmo. Um, and all proceeds this month of the month of March, Women's History Month, um, will be going to Girl Collective and their efforts to aid um, young women's education in India. So um, that's who we'll be you know, donating to this month. Uh, and as always, you can find Marissa and I on Instagram. Well, you can find us on Instagram at always a bridesmaid podcast. Um, you can find me at Mally Boo, M-A-L-Y-B-O or B-O-0. And you can find me at Marissa Norris. I mean, to tell you that we've been posting and riveting content lately from all three of those platforms would be a lie. Would be a lie. Because we are been some boring ass bitches, but we promise the content will be coming soon. Yeah, we'll ramp it up, y'all. And we thank you for, you know, sticking with us. And we'll see you on the flip side. We're about to go get, you know, some cocktails. Yeah. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great week.